This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me say a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you in all that you are doing. Ask you to bless this broadcast that it may be a blessing to someone that may cause someone to draw closer to thee. And Father, we ask you to bless that one that have tuned in. God, that's hurting. Ask you to send forth a word to encourage them that they may go forth and know your will, your way in their life. Now, Father, I ask you to bless that one that feel they tuned in by accident. Let them know it was your will, your plan for them to hear what this is, the Lord. Father, we thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus to Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. We thank the Lord for you, you, and especially for you. We thank God for what the Lord is doing. Thank God for how he's doing it. Thank God for the weather. Amen. We do. I mean, I thank God for how that he's blessing. The Lord is really blessing, not because of the finance. And I truly thank God for those few. <coughs> and I, <coughs> excuse me. And I say few that we have supporting the ministry. Amen. We thank God for you. I really, really do. We don't, because we don't have to beg. God always put it upon somebody's heart, the few that he have to be with us to make sure that we meet our goal, that we don't be behind or none of that. But we thank God for what the Lord is doing. I thank God for meeting a minister of the gospel, Brother Al, today, one that I've heard him, amen, on Zoom, I believe it were, they call it, and very good uh, teacher. He loved the simplicity of the gospel, and we need more preachers to be in love with the simplicity of the gospel in that not trying to uh, take a person and put them in a, a particular denomination, but just trying for them to see Christ, because that's what it's all about, believers. 
It's all about seeing Christ. And a lot of times we get so caught up in this and that, and we really, we really forget about it. And what you mean forget about it, Brother Ware? It's just like a person that have learned to drive. And you're driving a car uh, or a truck, whatever you're driving, a motorcycle. They tell me now, I don't know. Um, I did it. I drove, I rode on a motorbike a couple of times. But they say the only time you get hurt is when you think that you is so good. But long as a person humbled themselves and realized, hey, I might have a wreck, so I got to be careful, I need to drive caution, whatever, they don't have a problem. But the moment they get so caught up, and that's what a lot of ministers is doing, they caught up that they know more than Jesus know. They know more than Paul know, uh, Peter know, and 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 hey, if, if you know that, that's fine. But also add the love of Christ in whatever you are doing, because it's Him that's doing it. Now we know this week we're coming up. Sunday is Pentecost Day, Amen. For those of you that's in the Atlanta metro area, it's a friend of mine's that. Uh, and uh, that's having a Pentecostal service, uh, Minister uh, Evangelist West, Emmanuel West. Some of you done heard him and whatever. And he having service at 9 a.m. Sunday morning. So I would give you his number, and I pray that you call him and he can tell you more about it. His number is 404-922-1631. Give him a call and ask him more about his Pentecostal service. I'm not here in the metro area, uh, but I believe that uh, it would be a blessing if you call and talk with him about the service, okay? He is someone I know that will be having service. You say, but brother, where I thought y'all go to church on the Sabbath. No, we're not saying nothing about uh, the Sabbath. We're saying that's Pentecost. Amen. And we often talk about it, but do we know about it? And uh, But anyway, give him a call because I don't want to get into all this or that. And ask him, say, well, why is y'all having service on a Sunday? Ask him. Feel free. And matter of fact, uh, he will be on this station, I believe, tomorrow. I want to say tomorrow at 1.30. And you can call him and ask him if you can't remember this number. Call to the station. Now, in by way of announcement, I'm coming to uh, the Atlanta metro area in awakening from seeing Crusade. Amen. We will be in East Point, Georgia. Uh, it will be July. I'm starting now, so you can put it on your calendar because you know how we do. We say, Brother, where if you had told me earlier, then I would have been prepared. I'm telling you way early. I'll give you more detail as time go on. 
It's we only gonna be here for three uh two days. We're gonna be here that Friday night at seven thirty, uh, in East Point, Georgia at uh seven thirty at the plays uh legacy washington legacy uh center and it is called that and it's 1823 washington road so please please put it down and you'll hear me talk about it every week to that time come because i don't want to excuse that individual say i wanted to meet brother Ware. please come and be a part and let me meet you the one that say I was planning on writing you, Brother Ware. Please come and let me come. Now, listen, it's going to be two good uh, worship and, and preaching service would be that 730 that Friday night. And to those of you that say, I don't like to drive at night. I don't like to go out at night. Guess what? We have a 12 o'clock service that Saturday. And then that Friday, uh, Saturday night, we have a comedy Christian show uh, program. It would be not only singing, good singing, it would also be a Christian comedy. And I'll talk more about it. I'll let you know. Miss Ola May from uh, South Carolina will come down and bless us in Christian comedy. And I, she'll get on the air between nine then and say a few words. But I just want to drop it in your spirit now so you won't have no excuse. Put it on your calendar. Look to meet you July the 30th and the 31st, the last weekend in July. I sure would appreciate it. All right. Just wanted to say those announcements. Like I say to those of you that's in the metro, have gone to that, go to that uh, Pentecostal service on Sunday, this coming Sunday, all right? And you can call him, and he will tell you more about it. And I just wanted you all to be aware of it. So you'll say, I don't know about this or whatever. You know now. Amen? Amen. All right. Let's get into the Word. Amen. In the book of Ephesians, uh, Ephesians, the sixth chapter, and around the eleventh verse, and it reads as follows, Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Okay? Against the wiles of the devil. All right, let me read on further, then we'll go back and we'll uh, deal with the issue. Say, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against power, against the rulers of the darkness of, of this world, okay? And against spiritual wickedness, against high places. Okay, that's who we fight against, okay? And it goes on to say, Wherefore, taking unto you the whole armor of God. Now, you just don't go and fight, whether you're fighting on a, in a boxing ring 
or whether you fighting and uh, uh, whatever, you're always, uh, whether you're fighting on the battlefield, that's what I was trying to say, uh, you prepare us to fight. You just don't go and say, I'm finna fight. And, and even if you are uh, illegal fighting, Daddy used to say uh, back now, he wasn't saved. He, when we talk about fighting, and they was talking about, well, he fought illegal. And I said, Dad, I don't want to fight nobody illegal. He said, son, if you're not getting paid to fight, you should be fighting to win, okay? We should be fighting to win. And the only way that we can fight is fight according to the Scripture. Wherefore, taking unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil days, having done all to stand. Stand therefore, your loins girded about. And wherefore, I apologize. Wherefore, having your loins uh, girded about. Okay? Uh, girded about. And let me just start back over that. That was a distraction. Okay. Wherefore, taking unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand, will stand the evil in the evil days. Having all done all, stand to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take, listen now, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God. Wait a minute, wait a minute. And it goes on to talk about praying always, but this is where I'm trying to get to. Uh, listen, says, this is your weapon. It said, take the helmet of salvation. That means you got to know that you save in the protected mindset. I, uh, most people don't even know they're saved. That's, that becomes the, that's how the enemy work against them. Today they feel saved, tomorrow they don't know. First of all, you need to be in the position to know that you know that you're truly born of God. Don't, don't let nobody doubt come to you. Well, you didn't do it this, you didn't do it A, B, C, so you're not saved until you do one, two, three. Now, if when God uh, draw you out of sin and you repent, of your sins. It doesn't matter what somebody else feel, think, or believe. The Bible says, any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. 
Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Now, when you become new in Christ, it is an effective matter that you got to perfect as you grow, just like a baby. When a baby is born, we look forward to seeing that baby scoop and crawl, get up and crawl. Matter of fact, you even put your hand behind, if it's your baby, you put your hand behind his little feet and allow him to push because a lot of times they'll start off crawling, but they'll go backwards. And then when they're going backwards, then you're trying to get them to go forward, so you put your hand behind them, arm or whatever, and they'll push off of that. And pretty soon that baby be crawling, and boy, pretty soon they'll be walking. And it's amazing how a baby can be walking and get away from an adult that's been walking all you said, wait a minute, you got to almost run to catch this little kid that just been walking a few months. So what are you saying, Brother Will? What I'm saying is that you got to understand if you truly done repenting, I'm not I'm not dealing with these uh what we call these disciples and these all these experts. I'm only dealing with the ones that, at this moment, I'll deal with you others in a minute, but at this moment, I'm only dealing with the babes. Why would you doubt? Why would you send forth doubt and say, well, you know, maybe the Lord didn't say, because I didn't do this right. I didn't do, listen to me, believers. When I went in New Life in Christ Baptist Church in 19, January 1976, uh, I'm sorry, March 1976, I know without a shadow of a doubt that I was converted. I knew that. So the devil, the devil would try to pull you down, pull you back, but I'm coming to something else. I'm, I, I'm, I want you to understand that you are, who you are, not because you did it, but because he did it to you. He, in turn, came to you when you was in your mess and gave you a way out and began to show you a better way. And the better way was to repent and seek God's face, to repent and read your word, to repent and begin to pray and surrender your life. Now, because, because we had it in their way, here's what happened. That's why the Bible said, therefore, put the helmet of salvation. When a person got on the helmet of salvation, that means they are saved. They know they are saved to be saved. To you ones that say, well, you're not bad, you wear after all. You ain't saved unless you endure it to the end. Well, okay, if you want to say that, but the scripture teaches me different, okay? So now, you that are saved, the the helmet of salvation, now that's that's good, but then it goes on to say, and the sword, oh, the sword, what you mean? You need something to fight the battle with. The Bible says, now, the Bible says in the, uh, when we, when we study, okay, 
when we study a little bit in the book of uh, Hebrews, all right? In the book of Hebrews, uh, around the fourth chapter and around the twelfth verse, it says this. Now the word of God is quick, powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and to the joints of the marrow. And is, oh, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. You got something that's shown us sharp. See, uh, if you had a natural sword, it can only cut the meat. You may could cut a bone if you hit it hard enough, but the 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 natural sword, but the sword that we're talking about can do more than that. Now, the word of God is the sword for you and for me. You don't fight. You don't fight with uh, with your uh, natural sword because, see, remember now, remember what we read, we're fighting against spiritual wickedness. So if I'm fighting against spiritual weakness, then guess what? I cannot de- fight, defeat something spiritual with something physical. Amen. Now, if we look in uh, Matthew's believers, uh, and the reason I'm saying this is because of the fact that we got example all through the scriptures and how that we should do and what we should do. And the reason we w- should do this is because of the fact that the devil knows that most saints don't know the scriptures. That's the problem. See, he can defeat you, and I want you to I, I, I want you to understand what I'm saying today. The devil is defeating most of you believers that say you believe in Christ, that say you love the Lord, and I I'm not questioning that. But how can you say you love the Lord and you don't spend time in the Lord? Let me tell you something. I was uh, in the barber shop, okay? I was in the barber shop. And the guy, uh, when you go in the barber shop, the, he had the sport uh, television on. And they had Michael Jordan trainer and Kobe Bryant trainer and a couple more he done trained. This guy well known. I don't know his name, okay? And what he said that... What Michael Jordan did was Michael Jordan paid him to not to make him the best, but I, he said, I want, to, I want you to train me to be the best over the rest, so I'm paying you not to train anybody else. So when he was training Michael Jordan, his slate was con- taken clean. That's what he said. And he said then when Kobe came forth, Kobe got the same trainer, but he said Kobe was different. He would have to, he could train other people, but he would say that if he was going to train somebody, he would tell them, say, look, what I want you to do is meet me at 3.30. Now, he wouldn't say a.m. or p.m. He'd say meet me at 3.30. 
He said, no, when he'll get up, he'll be at the gym at 3.30 that morning. The guy don't show up. He stay around an hour, then he go back home. He go back to the gym at 3.30 in, uh, uh, before 3.30 in the evening. And he said, when they show up, he said, how is you want me to train you? And you already starting off 12 hours later. He said, but I didn't know you told me to be there at 3 a.m. He said, well, if I said 3 a.m., don't 3 a.m. come before 3 p.m.? He said, and because you're not, if you're going to allow me to train you, you must follow my instruction. So guess what? Now they understand. When he say 3 a.m., he meaning 3, I mean, when he say 3.30, he mean 3.30 a.m. And I thought, I told the barber, I said, you know what? That's amazing how that we can do something physical in order to reach a crown, in order to reach something naturally that somebody can say you are right or you did this. But what do we do spiritual? Listen, folks, some of you is battling lust of the flesh. You battling that. You know the enemy is dealing with your flesh. You know this. Some of you, you know that, uh, come on, brother. Some of you looking at certain uh, sisters, and they, uh, well, not necessarily sisters, but let's just say ladies. You looking at them, and you know that you ain't looking at them right. Some of you sisters looking at men, you're looking at them, but you know you're not looking at them right. So what I'm saying, why won't you take time to go into the scriptures and find the scripture on lust of the place so you can get it under subjection? Now listen, when Christ was being tempted of the devil, the Bible let me know that he did what? He realized that, okay, when Jesus, therefore, uh, went to Jordan, uh, after he was in Jordan to be baptized, uh, then Jordan, uh, then after he was baptized, according to the scripture, and Jesus answered, uh, the enemy came to him. And, uh, of course, well, wait a minute, I'm trying to go too fast. First of all, Jesus came to John and told John, look, I need to be baptized. Now, lo and behold, in the midst of Jesus coming, uh, guess what? I tell you what, I didn't realize my time was as much as it was. So let me go on a break, and then we're going to come back and start from Jesus and work it back to you. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. 
We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. All right, we're back. As she said, 4-4-3-5-5-8-6-9-9. Question or comment. All right, and we thank God for you that are tuning in by way of Facebook. Amen. We thank God, uh, and we are believing that we will... Uh, uh, matter of fact, I know someone I'm looking at... Uh, the Huey brother and sister Huey, Huey brother Casey, them will be on the singing program because he got a uh, a CD out. Amen. So we'll be talking with him about that. But nevertheless, let me get back to the word because I waste a little bit too much time. Now I'm trying to get to a point. Now listen, believers. Now, like I say, you're welcome to call me question or comment. But see, here's the problem. The problem is we don't learn the simplicity of the the gospel. So when you don't learn the, <clears throat> excuse me, when you don't learn the simplicity of the gospel, the enemy able to beat you. See, if you went to the military from what uh, I was told that uh, my brother that uh, made it out of Korea, out of it, that the first 14, about the t- first 12 weeks, you learn how to break down your weapon, close your eye in the dark, and put it back together. You don't have no bullets, no nothing. You just have the weapon. Why? Because the, uh, the military want to get you... Uh, 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 familiar with the weapon. See, you can't have a weapon and don't know how to use it. That's the problem with the saints of God today. We got a Bible, but we don't know how to use it. We, 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 we get two or three little scriptures, and we stand on them two or little scriptures, and, and, and really most of us don't even have the meaning of the two or three little scriptures. See, it's got to go a little deeper, believers. If you're planning on beating the enemy, if you're having a problem, whether it be in your marriage, whether it be with your children, whatever, you got to do according to the word of God. That's your that's your weapon. If you're not going to use your weapon, listen, 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 listen to me now. If you're not going to use the word of God and you're trying to do it yourself, you're going to be defeated. Now, after Jesus was being baptized, after Jesus being baptized, now, by John, he told John to suffer it to be so. Uh, you're going to do it anyway. I know 
because you see, John wanted Mary. And listen, in the fourth uh, chapter of the book of Matthew, then Jesus was led into the wilderness, uh, led up into the, by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when, the, when he had fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights, he was after with hunger. And when the tempted came to him, he said, If thou be uh, the Son of God, command these stones to be made bread. Now listen to me. Now, we know, we know now, because we don't read it. But think about that. The devil will make some of you doubt whether you ever repented. You know why? Because you ain't dealing with the scriptures on repentance <clears throat> and living a holy and a dedicated life. And knowing that you can be perfect in Christ, not the flesh. See, the flesh going back to the, to the dust from which it came. But you can be perfect. When you learn the scriptures to overcome the wiles of Satan, it's not an issue. It becomes an issue when you don't know the scripture. Now, Jesus, uh, oh, come on now. Let's go back. Let's go uh, over to uh, 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 St. John right quick. St. John. And I know you're familiar with it, but I, I, I want to refresh your mind. Because if I don't refresh, refresh your mind, You'll say, but I don't agree. Listen, the Bible said this. First chapter, first verse, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Uh, what, what, hold up. Try that again, Brother Ware. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word uh, was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning uh, with God. God. Now listen, for the sake of time, because you can read the whole thing when you get a chance. Uh, the 14th verse, okay? First John, uh, St. John, the first chapter, the 14th verse. We drop down. And the word was made flesh and dwell among, among us. And we beheld the glory the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, Jesus was there from the beginning. Now, when Satan was doing all this talking, he knew who he was. He knew he was the word. You think the devil don't know that when you don't repent it, the devil know that? Don't you know the devil looked at, at, at the, he knew the day that you, how come he didn't tell you before you repented? You think you saved. You know why? Because you weren't saved. So he didn't have to use that word. He didn't. It wasn't no purpose for using it. But the moment you repent, the moment you give your life to Christ, the moment you ask him, forgive you for your sins and transgression. The moment, I don't care how you did it, but the moment you did that, then guess what? Then the devil began to fight you. He began to fight you in your mind. 
So the sword that you got to have is the word of God in your mind. See, the preachers want to tell you about shouting. They want to tell you about speaking in tongues and all this kind of stuff. And to, to those of you that did this, and see, in the beginning, in, in, in the book of Genesis, let me, let, let, let me go back right quick. I wasn't going there, but I just think I need to go there. In, in, the, in, in Genesis, listen, in Genesis, uh, uh, the third chapter, and around the eighth verse, it says this, And they heard the voice of the Lord God, uh, uh, the Lord God walking in the garden and in the coolness of the day. And Adam and uh, said to his, uh, Adam and his wife hid themselves. Listen now, they hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. And among the trees. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's don't go so fast on that. Let me give you, drop something on you. Now, see this. The word of God can be in your particular place. When you need the word, it's in your place. Now, God is omnipresent anywhere that you are. David declared that if I make my bed in hell, God is there. If I descend above the most high, the stars or wherever, God is there. So God is omnipresent, omniscient, okay? So he's always where. Of course, when we sneaking and doing something we ain't got no bit of doing or don't have no business saying or doing this or doing that, the Lord watching you. He, his eyes is ever before you. But the word of God, the word of God can be in a specific place. Remember when the Hebrew boys was put in the fire furnace? Did not the king say, we throw three in. But now we see four. And the fourth one looked like what? The son of God? The word of God. The word, because the word is the son. Now, if we see all this, believers, now, this is the problem that we are having. We are not realizing we got the word for a purpose. The word is not just for the preachers. Yeah, you expect the preacher to read this and give you a scripture and, and say, give me something, bruh, pastor, so I can go on. Wait a minute. How come you can't go on what you're dealing with? You go on what you're dealing with. See, and, and when you go on what you're dealing with, then God can bless in the midst. You say, and, 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 and therefore, you can get victory. We can't get victory over the little bitty stuff because we won't deal with the stuff that's in us. Oh, what you mean, Brother Well, What about the stuff that's in me? You know, and let me get back to this thing because the enemy didn't want me to say it. Nah, nah, nah. Some way he make you forget. Uh, but anyway, when he told me that Kobe Bryant, um, that he was training him, I'm going back to the trainer. I know you said, well, brother, where you, you were through? No, I'm not through. I'm trying to make a point. Here's the point. Even I got convicted, believers. The point was that Kobe wanted to just, he was chasing Michael Jordan record. 
That's who he want. He was trying to chase. He was trying to chase down that. So therefore, the the trainer said that every day that he didn't play ball, except he was hurt or sick, he shot a thousand shots a day. He went to the gym. He shot a thousand. I said, why? I told my um, Barbara that was uh, doing my head, I said, did he say he shot a thousand shots a day? He said, oh, yeah, he shot a thousand shots a day. I said, wow. Now, that's dedication. And you know what? I said, you know what? I'm going to have to reevaluate my schedule. I'm going to have to reevaluate. How bad do I want this? Do I want this enough just to say, I'm dealing with, with this situation a little bit different than somebody else. Or I'm doing that a little bit better. No, 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 believers. We got to deal with this because we understand that we was chosen, we was called, and our weapon is the word of God that we are going to use. Oh, we'll use the, the sword on somebody else to prove well, you know, you don't baptize the way I baptize. You baptize in the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. The Bible say everything you do, do it in the name of Jesus. So, therefore, if you ain't baptized in the name of Jesus, oh, we'll use these things. We'll use Scripture for one another. But what about the enemy in your life? How about the enemy fighting you on this hand and that hand? And you are yet trying to defeat the devil yourself and still are saying, devil, I'm finna bring you back down to the word of God. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to allow Jesus. I'm going to allow his word because his word is Jesus, right? His word is uh, uh, Yahshua HaMashiach to those of you that's a little advanced, but it boils down to the word of God is our salvation. So if the word of God is our salvation now, and if the word of God is our direction, and guess what? Can we live? Can we survive? Can we live that outstanding, that priest royalhood, that royal priest life? Can we really live that? Or are we living beneath our privilege? And I stand to look, brothers and sisters, we are living beneath our privileges. And the reason we are living beneath our privileges because we are taking the word of God for our own selfish thing. We are not using the word of God to glorify the most high. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, we do it when we first get converted, when we first repent of our sin, and we can't understand what we are reading, then we are trying. But what about this, this just justifiable sin that you got in your life? Well, you know, the Lord told me that I need to always pray. So, you know, I, I'm just going to pray an hour. Uh, I'm just going to pray 30 minutes. I'm just gonna, come on. This is your training ground. In order for you to live and to beat this enemy, this enemy is having a heyday. I looked at some situation, and it's getting worse and worse. Now listen to me. Now listen. We got folks that just outright cussing and yet saying they love God and then got the nerve to put Christ in their cursing. 
after they got through curse. Come on, believers. This is time out for this. It really is. It's time to be different. When I came along, I know it's a different thing, but it should be different. You know, it should, you as a believer, you as a Christian, you as a whatever, I don't care your denomination or whatever, you should have a different, you should be different. Second Corinthians done told you that anybody get in Christ, they different. So guess what? I was reminded the day I was talking to somebody and I thought about God rest this, uh, bless them and, and they still holding on. They've been married 40 something plus years. And I remember meeting her that she was going one way and I remember meeting him. He was going the other way. And I began to talk to her about the word and the, she got hold to the word. And when she got hold to the word, she says, I'm going to hold to this, Brother Ware, because Christ said that if I, uh, whatever I desire, and I desire my husband to walk with me, and lo and behold, lo and behold, she held to the word. And in hold, holding to the word, this man was a, using crack. He was uh, uh, done sold one of the house. They had a couple house, got rid of that, got rid of the car, and did all that. But she held on, and the word of God, the man is preaching the gospel today, and they are serving him today, not because of the fact that she's so good and this, but she just believed the word. Why we always want to believe the word for money, but we, oh, don't bless me with the money, bless me with the blessing. But what about salvation, folks? What about living holy? What about dedicating a life to come out of the world and be what Christ done chose you to be? The word of God, sharpened and into that sword. And when it comes forth, listen now, when it comes forth, and then it says in, uh, over here in uh, the book of Exodus, say, and he said, uh, uh, thou cannot see my face. Wait a minute, I'm reading this for a purpose. You can't see God's face. Listen now. He said, Thou cannot see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. For it ain't about seeing God. You can't look God in the face. So anybody say they did that, they lying. They have not. If he wouldn't show it to Moses, and he himself had Moses' fuel, and he kept Moses away, showed him the promised land, Moses was a servant and all this. Let me tell you something. And in the midst of that, these folks need to come back to reality. Yes, everybody want to put up themselves. I'm a, I'm a bishop. I'm a apostle. I'm a this. I'm a that. And ain't living a house or nothing because they don't have scripture enough to even prove what they believe and what they believe. Well, I just know. And I, I ain't going to debate the word of God, brother. Well, I'm not going to. You're right. You ain't got no business doing it. You need to live holy. You need to get your act together. It ain't about this denomination. It ain't about that denomination. It's about righteousness, believers. We need to make a stand. We need to take forth uh, the, the stand that God has called us and chosen. We should be the light of the world. We are not being the light of the world because we are not using the word of God. That's the problem. 
We are not using the word of God. Oh, yeah, this brother get a good revelation. That brother get a good revelation. This brother get a good this, and that brother get a good that. And in, in the midst of that, we ain't doing nothing but uh, trading hamburgers to hamburgers, from hamburger to french fry, from hamburger to french fry, to hamburgers and hot dogs and french fry. We ain't doing nothing but going through a ritual. So therefore, when the COVID came, and all of a sudden, Walmart say, we're going to keep going because I, I, we got to make the dollar. The dollar is our God. Then all of a sudden, Home Depot say, we're going to keep going because we got to make the dollar. And that's our God. Oh, wait a minute. Let's go a little further. Then the liquor store say, guess what? We're going to keep going because they're going to want more liquor now than ever before. So guess what? The saints say, but we got to close down because, see, we dealing with a big uh, thing and a big debt. Wait a minute. What happened to the word? Say, well, Brother Wade, you weren't going to church. Oh, I ain't going now. So I, I'm, not, I'm not kicking against the building itself. I'm kicking against you that are saying you love God, but yet you're not spending time with the Lord. That's what I'm kicking against. I'm kicking against that you are not learning scripture. Do you know that I have, I carry around with me $66 for the person that can say, and if you don't met me, you don't saw it, that you can say the books of the Bible. Do you know that most of your minister came and quote the books of the Bible? Do you know most of the ministers can't give you three scriptures that's not familiar. I say not familiar. There's somebody else uh, that you don't heard the people say, you know the little everyday scripture that everybody, you know why? Because we're not taking this word serious. We're not taking the sword serious. This sword that we got will allow us to be all that God called us to be. And we need to get there. In these last and evil days, when we're looking at the people and how they going from, uh, from Paul to Peter, from Peter to whoever, we just ripping and running and doing nothing. Oh, yeah, we can get a couple people in this building. We can get a couple people in that building. That doesn't move us. The devil ain't moved by that. Yeah, you can get this and get that, but you know what? Here's the problem. The problem come about when the signs and wonders. Who you know doing the signs and wonders? Who you know doing the signs and wonders? You say, brother, where? No, don't say brother, where? I'm saying you. You say you got the truth. You say your truth is more than brother, where's true. But what are you doing to edify, to show me? You, most of you came and live holy, but yet you're up here talking about your truth is so good, and it might be, but when you learn the word of God, when you accept this thing and get it right and get the anointing of the word of God in your heart that you can be a blessing to somebody, when you can say, God, I want to be a blessing to someone, Every day I get up in prayer, God, allow me to, to, to be a blessing for your name's sake. Not for them to look at Brother Ware, but for them to look at your name's sake. 
that they can say through Christ, Christ can do this, can do that, and Christ will do this and, and in them. But oh, my brothers and sisters, until we come back and get it like we supposed to have it and get it like he have commanded us to have it, that's what we got to do. We got to do this. We got to accept that word. Listen, don't play with it. If you know you're having a lust problem, then get in your Bible and dig up all the lust scripture. If you know you're having an anger problem, then get in the scripture and, 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 and get like Peter. Uh, when Peter, the, the Bible said he began to curse and swear. And, and, and Peter realized he got a problem. So guess what? Some of you the same way. You need to get the scripture so you can defeat that devil every time he bring to you anger. So you can say, you can begin to quote the scripture back. Uh, you can quote the scripture back to whatever you need, okay? To those of you that got an alcohol problem. Oh, yeah, we got some folks that say they love the Lord and, and they know that they are doing this and doing that in the midst, okay? We know this. But here's what you do. You get the scriptures. You back up what you're believing in the scripture. When you back it up, those that's hungry and thirsting after money. Oh, yeah, we got a lot of them doing that. Yes, you got to use that sword to defeat them individuals, that, indivi that, that, that desire for the money. Yeah, because see, uh, listen to me. If you talk to a drug dealer, he is just as guilty of the drug user. You know why? Because of the fact that he get used to the money. Oh, yes. So it, it don't work one way. It works both ways. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. I thank you for this, this time that thou have allotted me to say something to encourage your people. Ask you to move in a special way that we may go forth, Lord, and that they may be delivered, they may be set free, and they realize that the word of God is what they need in their heart, in their soul, and in their mind. And, Father, we ask you to just bless them, Lord, those that are abounding with salvation. Let them read the Scripture, learn the Scripture, so they can quote that back to the devil when he say they are not saved or they may not feel saved. Let them know it's not by feeling, but it's by faith. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, brothers, sisters, I believe that you know who I'm talking to. It's time to let's, let's get it together. Let's spend a little bit more time than what you're spending so you can deal with the issues, so you can deal with those things that keeping you from right, riding that victorious life. That one of you that's not able to do so, you got to do it for the defeat that devil, because that devil don't want you to get victory. And and guess what? We only here for a short while. And victory is in Christ. You can reach me by dialing 404-293-7557 or go on our website, visit our website. BrotherJamesWare.org
brotherjamesware.org. All right, looking forward to hearing from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. With so much distraction and interference these days, it seems like it's becoming more and more difficult to cut through the noise of everyday life and discover some peace and clarity. Thankfully, WAEC is here to help you turn down the static and turn up the love. With the Love 860 app, you get your daily live stream of inspiration straight from the home of Atlanta's Inspirational Talk Radio. 